refreshing my mind on the tell-all and mm. all I ended up with was a refreshed image of Angela's blurried recently uh, breast and I'm like uh I'm like those yeah. suckers haven't even dropped yet <laughs> right you know what I mean like they're still, yeah they're still tight from the the surgery so I'm mm-hmm. like that, it looked painful to me still I'm like yeah. she's like really active <laughs> for having that done a week before I'm like yeah I'm scared yeah I mean it's just right there in your face um yeah that happened that seems to be like the like everything like the tell-all like it's that's the all, thumbnail for all that's that's, that's, that's for everything yeah. yeah and it's like as if nothing else happened and I have to say that this was probably one of the spiciest tell-alls that I've actually seen in a while um which is funny because they were all further apart from each other <laughs> yeah this is true I feel like the more distance that they have the spicier they feel like they know they have some some lead time to run out if they need to. oh yeah yeah, because we got the spicy ones when it was on Zoom, huh? We did because they knew that they could drink. They were wine safe. They were safe, safe behind their computer screens. Safe behind their computer screens is how we do it. Oh, so well, I guess I mean let's start. Let's start off there. The elephant in the room, the Angela boobs in the room. I mean, we could start with her. We could start with her and Michael. Honestly, okay, yeah. Like I think that a lot of us thought that they were going to be the couple to make it. But with him not being able to get to America, it mm-hmm. then seemed like, it kind of seemed like Angela wasn't going to really try as hard if there wasn't a way, because she's not going to Nigeria. And right. if he's not going to come here and she's feeling good. <laughs> she's really feeling herself, so. Really feeling herself right now, which isn't Gee, bad. I, no, I, not I, at I all. I applaud it. I applaud it. Absolutely. But, Absolutely. But the way she started acting was more like. So, She's just gotten worse over the years. Well, I think her confidence is up now, whether or not people think it's good confidence or bad confidence. Like she, she is on the other side where she was thinking Michael was going to leave her. And she was feeling insecure because she's like, well, if I bring you here, you're going to just find someone who's more attractive, et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. Now she feels good about herself. The tables kind of turn a little bit and she's like, well, I can get whoever I want. She's not so, in the same mental space of feeling uh, like yeah, Michael yeah. was the only option that she had to fight for. I mean, not... But do you uh, think she was fighting for him before? I mean, she's always been an asshole to him. It's just, I feel like it's put in pronounced. put a lot of work for that relationship. Well, yeah, but, you know... Uh, it's debatable whether it was I mean she's just always like if you say putting in a lot of work when she's just like yelling at him quit your job so you can stay on the phone with me all the time so I know you're not going out and getting the BJs from those bitches like if you call that putting in a lot of work I mean that's not a healthy relationship well it's not healthy but it's still mental effort that's true. Okay. Okay. So you're not equating a lot of work with healthy relationships. Okay. Okay. No, not at all. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Then she did put in a lot of work. None of it was healthy. I think, um, you know, meaning Michael, I think had long ago decided, you know, that the, 
um, the the sunken cost fallacy issue. Like he'd already right. put so much effort into this relationship, he's going to stick it out until he can get to America. I think he already made that decision, right? Want well, a lot of money too. A lot of money, a lot of time, a lot of effort, a lot of putting up with Angela. I think on some level he loves Angela, you know, in her, in their own way, you know, um, and, and now that she's like threatening to cut things off or whatever, she, he's like, wait, 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 what, what, <laughs> exactly. you know, when he has like the, the, the clearance, the, the blessing to, to go do whatever. Cause so like people were asking me, I went, I was on live and people were asking me if Angela and Michael are still together. Now, I don't know if their relationship is still together. I don't have any gossip, dirt, tea, whatever you want to call it. But what she said towards the end of the tell when she was storming off was visa or no visa, whatever he gets here, he doesn't, I'm going to go do what I want. So it sounded like she's not canceling any of this process, but she's also not going to give a shit. She's just going to go do whatever she wants, regardless. Like she's not going to stop this process from him from coming over. She's not going to like file for divorce. Is their marriage actually valid in the United States? I don't know. Um, I don't know. Poor Michael. I mean, this way he can get what he wants. He can go off and do whatever he wants, but then still get his visa to America. <laughs> I guess like that almost sounds like what it is, right? Like I'll, mm -hmm. I'll still, I mean, they're already in the process of, I think just kind of waiting. So who knows next month they might get back together. And it's just her having a feisty moment because maybe she's thinking, well, Michael stepped out. I'm going to go have some fun too. I don't know. It's not yeah. It's not yeah, certainly. <laughs> certainly not a healthy it's, dynamic. It's definitely not how you should look at it. But <laughs> I'm just trying to, you know, dive into the madness that's Angela's fucking mind right now. So for for a hot second when they were talking about the doctor issue, right? Like she went to this doctor's like birthday party thing and, and all of this stuff. She almost almost seemed contrite for a minute there. And was like, oh, like, like she was trying to like play it off. Like, oh, it's no big deal. I was just, you know, being a friend, da, 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 whatever she was saying. But then she immediately, like she took that time as she was being semi-contrite to like come up with her game plan. And then she immediately switched gears and was like, but you're an asshole, Michael. Like seemingly out of nowhere, just as her defense mechanism, like reverse accusations, right? What in the hell gaslighting bullshit is that? Well, that's always been Angela. Like, yeah. <laughs> gaslighting or not, it's always been how she does it. And I think a lot of it's because a lot of the arguments that they've had are off camera. Mm. So you never know like where her brain is flipping to in that instance and then going, well, you did this. And you know what I mean? <laughs> that's true. That's true. Uh, we don't normally get to see it. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I mean, what is your prediction with them? Like, do you think they're going to stay together? Do you think no, they're he's I don't no? Think so okay, but I I think that it's it's just going to extend, and and maybe Michael will find someone, um, that will give him less angst. I mean, because they're so set on this, like having kids right then and there. I would have dropped off 
Mm-hmm. You know, they're sitting there talking about like, well, you can get surrogates. I'm like, you guys like that's way too much fucking effort for a relationship right. that looks like this. Right. <laughs> I don't understand what 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 you're fighting for right now. Oh, God. Yeah. What are you fighting for? You're fighting for that. Yeah, that's I mean, like, the ultimate deep, question. Deep down, if they go, yes, and it's worth fighting for. Sure. But I don't know. It's not worth fighting for. Uh, speaking of relationships that aren't worth fighting for Mike and Natalie. Oh yeah. That one was sad. You think? Yeah. I don't, I don't have a side. They both, they both didn't need to be together. No, but it was more sad at like looking at like. Her basically how, admitting fucked up it got, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> or her basically admitting she was in it for the green card and she's just a user and she's run off to um, Florida with a sugar daddy that she's also left. Oh, wait, that was other gossip that we had. <laughs> no, he's, he's not a sugar daddy because if yeah. she's still using Mike's card, he's not providing what she needs. Well, what if she's just using as many as she can? I mean, like if you could use Mike's card, why wouldn't you? On that, top that, of whatever else. That that made me sad for him. I was like, really, dude? Yeah. Yeah. Really? Uh, do you think do you think that he was in on it at some point? What do you mean in on it? Like if she was just in it for the green card, whether she explicitly said that to him or not, I feel like at some point he kind of realizes that. And and or another like otherwise doesn't love him for him right whether whatever her reasons i think he he realizes it at some point um when do you think he realized that do you think he realized that before they got married and that's why he called called it off and then just decided to go ahead with it and even though he knew it was kind of a sham or and that they were really legitimately trying or they were just making all this shit up for the show. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I don't I don't know. Like from from their past exchanges, I think that they were actually in love. Yeah. And maybe he was just kind of like, okay, fine, leave. I won't divorce you so you don't have to go anywhere. Mm-hmm. But now yeah. he feels disrespected. So why are you gonna do that courtesy for her? Yeah. I yeah. think that he was just trying to do the right thing and support her like he's supposed to because he brought her over. Mm, yeah, and was like, okay, yeah, I'll let you go. Yeah, go off to wherever, that's fine. Um, but kind of like Michael and Angela, like I'm not going to cancel the the visa. I'm not going to cancel any of that stuff. But, um, you know, that was sort of conditioned upon her not being a complete douchebag <laughs> right. I, I don't know it, it's hard because we we've, we talk about them so much um because they've been uh, a really popular topic with all their dysfunction mm-hmm. and i think we knew she was in florida i don't know it's just like there's so little to talk about now it's like of course they're separated like we fucking knew this already right and we know she's filming for the single life um right right so fucked up with that one yeah um by accidentally putting it there but put it in her bio but then somebody saw her filming also so oh nice 
Right, right. So there was pictures of that. And then we got confirmation that she was living in Tampa. And the story on there, in case you didn't hear it on a previous episode or, or on the Instagram, was that she did go off to Tampa. Um, the rumor is that she went with a sugar daddy who paid for her surgeries, but I'm not sure what surgery she had after she left uh, Washington because like she had her boobs and her nose done before she left. So, mm. um, no, cause she recently had that surgery on her stomach. I think she got lipo. Oh, okay. Okay. So that her breast would look bigger. Oh, okay. Okay. You remember right. that? I remember seeing your stories. I think she got lipo. I think that was okay. It. Okay. Um, and then left the sugar daddy, um, high and dry. And then, um, they should expect that sugar right. daddies out there, aspiring sugar daddies. <laughs> right. They gonna leave you. <laughs> That's the whole nature. It's in the name of the relationship. <laughs> That's how it goes, right? I mean, uh, That's the left, expectation. Left all mine. Um, and so. <laughs> <laughs> what? Um, what? what? Um, we're in all poor folks. <laughs> they didn't all have to take the bus. <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> live with their pastor. <laughs> oh, damn. You. What? Okay. Um, moving on. Um, <laughs> and then she was living, renting a room <laughs> with someone, this girl, oh, uh, renting a room at this girl's house. Um, I'm working on getting more information on that, um, but we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> what comes out of there um so she is going to be on the single life um hopefully we'll have more you know we have a lot of people in tampa there are a lot of people a lot of journalism hashtag journalism boots on the ground like people in tampa to get us like information to get information on her so nice um yeah yeah so um so yeah uh <laughs> I thought it was really funny and um, was when they were talking about um, when Natalie had dinner with Jovi and Yara in New Orleans and Jovi straight up throws Natalie under the bus. Who is that guy in New Orleans? Oh my God. (laughs) And Yara's like, Jovi. No, I I think he was getting pissed off. I think he kind of started empathizing with Mike a little bit. He goes, wait a minute. Cause she's like, I separated from him because he was working too much and he was working because all his staff like fucked off during COVID because mm-hmm. it, under, it's how shit happened. Right. Right. COVID um, happened. You know, <laughs> you think he worked, he worked in like a, a warehouse type setting and some people were just like, not for that. Um, and couldn't do it because they had their kids home and it wasn't exactly. a job you can work from home. That's, exactly. I think that's what he said was that, like a lot of them, you know, they were home with their kids, so they had to quit, you know? If anything, I go, that makes you a really good manager. Like, hey, right. I know you got to go, but that means that he also has to take up those hours and responsibilities. And it's yeah. not like he wants to fucking work 28 hours a day. With a three hour commute. <laughs> right. So I hate that. He was working too much. It's like, oh my God. And I wonder if that just set Jovi off. <laughs> right, <'cause laughs> because Jovi does. working hard too, right? And like and Away from his family and yeah. Yeah. And plus like bro code. I wonder if there's some of that going on. Bro I mean, code. it seemed like, it seemed like Yara was, you know, trying to have 
Natalie's back, right? And um, or at least not throw her under the bus because the way she was like, Jovi, like she was obviously trying to keep that, you know, whatever. It's not like Yara seems to have any necessarily loyalty to anybody else. She was just straight up saying whatever she felt. And I, I personally was here for it because, you know, she was, she like, when Angela was acting a fool doing what she was doing. And then Sean went around and was like, like, what do you guys think about this? So many of them were like, well, she needs support. She, you know, Angela needs support. And if Michael wasn't there, you know, I, whatever, they were all basically team Angela, except for (laughs) Yara's like, she's just, she's just so extra, like whatever she's in pain. I get it. But oh my God, she's so extra. And she was the only one that said anything like that. They're basically calling Angela on her shit. Well, everyone, everyone has seen Angela for the past years. Mm-hmm. Like we know. Right. It's nice to see somebody call them out or call her out on it. Right. And say it and not just pretend that, oh, it's fine. It's fine. Angela's just being cray cray. That's yeah. just Angela being Angela, mm-hmm. you know. <sighs> so, yeah. So speaking of Yara and yeah. Sophie, I guess we can get to them. Yeah. I don't think there was anything exciting. Ish. Um, well, there was the is she pregnant or is she not the, pregnant? The maybe pregnancy. And they I hated how they were like hinting at, well, she is pregnant. I mean, one's enough. I'm like, what does that even fucking mean? Like, <laughs> well, I mean, I bet one's enough for, I mean, as young as Myla is, and as often as Jovi's gone, I mean, that's a lot to handle one right now, you know. So in that sense, one's enough as far as like if you added on to the sentence, one's enough for a single mom of one under, you know, under a year old or whatever she is, you know. <laughs> I just laugh that it's always an afterthought. Yeah. <laughs> Rather than protecting yourself. My first thought is now I don't know one way or the other whether Yara is pregnant. Um I can't tell anything from her Instagram post at this point. They have just been posting about escaping Hurricane Ida. That is happening literally as we're recording. Um, it's hitting New Orleans. <laughs> so doing what? She was escaping New Orleans for Hurricane Ida. Oh, that's right. There's there's this big hurricane that's about to hit. Yeah, yeah. New Orleans, yeah. you know, there was that, another that one. Thing. I guess. Hurricane Katrina, similar. Okay. Anyway, so she was posting, they were posting about escaping. So they're in Dallas, they're safe. Gwen is safe. Everybody, they're all safe um, as far as that is. Our thoughts, thoughts and prayers go out to everybody who is dealing with that in some capacity. So um, anyway, because that is literally happening right now. Um, but um yeah, so I can't tell from her from her Instagram whether she is or isn't pregnant. But my first thought was, okay, they're saying this and doing this for ratings. Obviously, you know, they want the they want the um cliffhanger, they want all of that, you know, that's standard, you know, not just TLC, that's just standard TV fare, right? Right. Um Plus, also, I mean, if it, she's still breastfeeding Myla, right, that, that completely throws off your cycles. So if you haven't gotten a period, you could very well be pregnant or you could very well be just breastfeeding. Like I it mean, could be people, equally. People use breastfeeding as birth control because if you're if you're doing it enough to keep the 
the the hormones at a certain level, then you aren't going to ovulate. I'm not a fucking doctor. I yeah, remember. because I know people who've gotten pregnant that way, thinking, oh, I'm breastfeeding, well, well, I can't get pregnant. Okay, because <laughs> breastfeeding means that you are supplying a certain percentage of the kid's nutrition. That's true. Not he jumps on the tit five minutes every other day. That's like, true. Once That's they start true. weaning a little bit, those hormones decrease and your body goes, okay, you're not being taxed on the tit we can start pushing out for more babies. <laughs> Got it. It's a lean system here. We need you to be ready. <laughs> well, you know far more about it than I do because I'm just like, wrap that sucker up no matter what. <laughs> if there's oh, yeah. a penis, I, I never, if there's a penis in a vagina, there's a chance of being pregnant. That's all yeah, I'm saying. I, I never would have depended on that. I just know how it how it works and how it, for people who have who will have irregular periods while they're breastfeeding, it's usually why, you know. Got it. Okay. Not a doctor. Hashtag. <laughs> Don't take your medical advice from Katrina and Hanakawa on the broadcast. Please, Please don't. You'll be sorely disappointed and probably not heading towards the right path for health. Yeah. So. Yeah. <laughs> That's why we have sponsors like betterhelp.com. <laughs> So they can provide the advice and, and other and other um, sponsors. Hey, fraudcasters. Everyone knows that finding the perfect t-shirt can be such a challenge. I know I've always had problems with it, whether it was the fit or the quality. Luckily, the perfect t-shirt does exist, and you can find it at Skims, the maker of my perfect t-shirt bra. Now I have the perfect t-shirt to go with that bra. From either crop silhouettes to long-sleeve layering tees, there's a style for everyone. My cotton jersey t-shirt is now a wardrobe staple for me. I reach for it almost every day, and the fit is so perfect because it snatches me right in at the waist. I've washed it a million times, and it's held its shape really well. It fits like a dream. I absolutely love it. And honestly, you guys, I thought, like, okay, this shirt is going to be too small for me, and it's not going to fit right, and all the bulges are going to show but it doesn't at all. I put it on and it magically stretches to fit me perfectly and it holds all those bulges in. Every little but last bulge that I have is all held in and it looks fantastic. I absolutely love it and it's super, super comfortable and it is, it is one of my new favorite t-shirts. You can shop the Skims t-shirt collection at skims.com, now available in sizes extra, extra small up to 4X. And if you haven't yet, be sure to let them know that we sent you. After you place your order, select podcast in the survey and select our show in the drop-down menu. They are the ones you should be listening to, not the hosts. Um, anyway, so yeah, Jovi and Yara, I, so I liked them. This made me like them more. Um, I think you get to see a little bit more of a glimpse of them being more real, like versus this is the character of Jovi that we're going to make as his character on the show. Um, and this is the Yara character we're going to put up. Um, like you got to see more of like kind of who they are. It kind of made me like jo uh, Jovi, oh, jo Jarvi. <laughs> Jovi a little bit more than I did before, just because I got to see some kind of I, like personality. Like he was making jokes. Um, 
you know, it was kind of, it was funny. He was calling Angela on her shit, even though she'd already left the stage or whatever. And he was like, maybe her doctor. (laughs) Um, It it made me see their interaction together in a more, I, I hesitate to use the word authentic, but it was felt more authentic than what we see produced on the show. Um, so I liked that. Um, I liked Yara. Um, I've been team Yara and people are like, oh, you know, shouldn't take your kid outside or you should take your kid outside or you're over mothering her or you're not mothering her enough, you know, whatever criticism they have of Yara being a mother. I mean, that's I was, just, that's just criticism of new mothers in general. Exactly. Like it has nothing to do with her being Yara or being on the exactly. show. Everyone has got fucking unsolicited advice for new mothers based on their right experience and non-experience as parents themselves yeah especially the internet keyboard warriors yeah uh yeah so i was definitely team as a person on the show i i rather enjoyed uh jovi and yara's dynamic it didn't Mm -hmm. seem over the top it didn't seem toxic they kind of had relationship problems that most couples and new weds do yeah, you know, especially a, when a you have a baby thrown baby, in, mother yeah. in law, mother, a mother in law, <laughs> a mother in law. Yeah, with those situations, so it seemed like they were more relatable, and I think mm-hmm. that's why the tell all wasn't really explosive. All that they can tease was that they're fucking so much that she might be pregnant again. Right, right, right. <laughs> Next, you know. Right, right. But yeah, and I, and I think you're right. I think like my takeaway with them overall is probably is probably the same as yours is that they were relatable. They did have the same normal issues about, you know, um moms never think dads can do the parenting as well as the moms can you know you can't change the diaper as well sometimes sometimes that just i hear that so much it's not unique it's not a unique right right right. there's nothing unique to them but but i think that that was right no i think men can definitely do parental roles and they probably absolutely yeah insist on it even if the mom is being a little difficult but we have that that mommy nurturing thing, right? The kids right. inside of us for nine months and we still feel like we have mm-hmm. to have a cage around it until it starts crying or not sleeping through the night. Then you're like, what's then wrong like, with you? Yeah. <laughs> you pay as your kid too. You get them. We always joke when like you finally get your baby in your arms and then like a couple of days later, you're like, I haven't been able to put it down. <laughs> <laughs> Every time I put him down, he screams. It's but yeah, I think, to see that, but. I mean, to, to arm to her motherhood yard even more. I mean, I think, you know, she's home alone with Myla all the time. And so when Jovi comes swooping in to parents, she's like, fuck no, back the fuck off. Right. Um, right, wrong or indifferent. I feel like there's some, some of that involved, you know, I know military parents often have seen that same dynamic, um, especially kids who are born while, you know, um, yeah, dad really, is deployed really or whatever. That when you're like, you have a routine because your routine keeps you sane and your routine mm-hmm. is going to be the 90% of the time, right? You don't want to mm-hmm. deviate from that just because someone's home for five days. Right. Right. And then you don't want this person coming in and screwing everything up when you finally got the baby to go down for a nap, you know? Right. Um, yeah, I think, I think we'll probably, I'm sure we'll probably see more of them in upcoming seasons because they're very likable folks. Um, yeah. Yeah. And they, and they look good on camera. So this is true. Helps. That's that true. Helps. 
That's true. Even with Joby's mouth hole. <laughs> Joby's a cutie though. Hey, yeah, he's he's not he's not he looks, an ugly chode. Clueless, but I think there are cells working inside the brain still. Yeah, yeah. He's not he an ugly chode. He's not having to use his brain so hard of like. I've been yeah. there. I've been there. <laughs> so like I'm a veg out now, and I. Oh yeah, for sure. Can we talk about Kalani and Asuelu? Yes, please. Talking about like. I, I, why aren't they divorced yet? Because every now and again, they work it out and they remember why they started fucking in the first place. And then they think that's enough to keep them together. Well, because the reason why they fucked in the first place wasn't enough for them to even fuck in the first place. (laughs) But they did. But they did. I, I'm not saying that they need to divorce, but there's some serious issues where he is so stuck in, you need to be like a traditional this. And yes. he hasn't even tried to fit the role of, I don't know what the fuck a traditional American dad would be, but you know what I mean? Like, well, and you and I are always railing against, you know, typical gender roles. So <laughs> that's my thing. It's just like, you can wash dishes and mm-hmm. clean the floor and she can go out and hunt. She might have better fucking aim. <laughs> i don't know it depends what video games he's playing all no, the time his, maybe. his common sense is to get on a bus that's going to take him cross country back to home. the samoa <laughs> what the fuck bus doesn't go there the wheels are definitely turning in his head but i don't know if they're going <laughs> the right fucking speed or direction now i'm not there's not a tick on mental health i just think that his priorities mm-hmm. and the way he thinks is just not he had he's not leaving any room for himself to grow as a father as a person i don't think he needs feels like he needs to yeah he's so stuck on like well everything else needs to change for me to feel more comfortable he's trying to meet people in the middle he seems sort of stuck in this this thought cycle of if if i just was or if this was just this then i'd be happy Right. right. So it was like, if we have a bigger house, then I'll be happy. If we have our own house, then I'll be happy. If we move here, then I'll be happy. If you, I, you know, you stay home with the kids, then I'll be happy. If we move to Samoa, you'd be happy. I mean, you know, then I'll be happy. That thought process to me is toxic. And there's something else fundamentally wrong with your situation. And this goes back to probably what you're saying is there's something fundamentally wrong with what these two <laughs> are butting heads against. Like they may love each other, but is that love that they feel for each other enough to sustain a family and a family life that they both want? Cause what do you fight? You go back to this. What are you fighting for? Are you fighting so hard for this? Right. You know, is, is this relationship worth standing up to your mom for now disclaimer i absolutely think asuelo should be standing up to his mom and i don't think you should take that kind of toxic behavior from people just because they're related to you that's my soapbox about that you can cut people off who are toxic and you can set boundaries who are toxic when they're your family you're supposed to do that anyway (laughs) off my soapbox so you know he but it's there's a consequence to him standing up to his family, right? To his mom and his sister. 
for his relationship with Kalani and, and his kids. Is that worth it? You know, are those consequences that he's definitely going to have from, you know, standing up to his mom and cutting them off? Is that okay? Is he okay with that, with those consequences that, you know, those things he's giving up for this relationship with Kalani? Now, your opinion, you being general, you may, you know, differ on what is acceptable and not acceptable to you, but for him, he has to make that choice. And it goes back to what are you fighting for? And you seem to think nothing, there's nothing there. I, I think that there can be something there. They just need external help. That's not family, not a mm. sister, not a father. Like they need real legit marriage counseling. Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. just my two cents. Marriage counseling, that's not going to try and make them change. That's what worries me, you know, the. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I did marriage counseling. So did I. And it, and it solidified the feelings I had to get out, mm-hmm. which sometimes it does. Yeah. You know, I am very thankful that I went and. Helped you figure that stuff, helped you sort out your head. and Right. So it's not always about forcing it to work, but maybe they'll learn why they don't work together. And then they can ask themselves if they want to change things so that they can work together because they are are cute together. I think they're a cute family. They can, and they definitely can be, their dynamic together can be very cute. Yeah, but we'll see. Hopefully, I don't, I don't think, I don't think that they're going to separate. I think that's no. going to um, painfully roll through the years. Yeah. <laughs> Until it's been 20 years and Kalani's like, fuck this. I deserve to be happy. And leaves. I'm going to get new tits and go mm-hmm. on the yep. 58th season of a single life. Yep. Because <laughs> we know we're going to get there. And it's not going to be on the Discovery app anymore. It's going to be on like the Discovery brain chip. <laughs> the brain chip. <laughs> Do we download that directly or does somebody have to come out and inject that into our brain? You you get it in the mail. It's a self-injector kit. <laughs> nice. Could you, could you fucking imagine? Nice. I'm that's going like so a, off on a tangent. This is my Sunday that's morning like, brain. This that's an episode of Black brain. Mirror right there. It the is, Black Mirror 90 day is a brain chip. <laughs> 90 day fiance in your brain anytime <sighs> you want. Anytime you want. Does that mean we can turn it off anytime we want? Or yeah, is it are you stuck on this meeting and you want to know how your favorite couple is doing? You can just <laughs> you can just click, see click. it in your fucking brain. You don't even have to have like a physical, you don't have to have a phone, a tablet. It's right there. It's right there. Not even at your fingertips anymore. It's your hey, um, uh, directors, owners of uh producers behind black mirror contact us we have a great episode for you oh my God. <laughs> and then when you can't turn it off you can't turn it off that that that'll be the thing is what happens when you can't turn it off right the dark side of technology oh my god um anyways <laughs> speaking of marriage counseling that seems to be going nowhere ronald and tiffany oh man what do we think about them I think I'm happier that they're together physically. 
Are they? Well, he was at the tell-all. No, he wasn't. <gasps> he wasn't. Ronald was on the on the the oh, screen. That's right. <laughs> Your Sunday morning brain. That TV screen was so realistic <laughs> that I thought he was there. No, no, my darling. My bad. No. Nope. Um, no, he was at um, his, from the safety of South Africa talking about, well, she's a woman and I'm a man and she can't be doing man things, but she's doing, I need her to do all the man things because I'm not doing any of them because I'm not a man. What the fuck that whole things? Is she talking about the pleasure part or? No, he, he was talking about like traditional gender roles, right? Like he was saying that Tiffany needs to. Does she really think that he needs to come to South from South Africa to come take out her fucking trash. Or does, or does he, he wants to the, feel the dad, the dad he, stuff? He wants to feel like he's the man of the house and he's in control and he makes all the decisions, like oh, the head of the house. So sweet. I know. That's yeah. what it seemed like to me is like he wants to feel that way, but he's not doing the actual things that should theoretically make you that way right mm -hmm. like yeah, i mean that yeah. goes to those traditional gender stereotypes right and tiffany's like the fuck i'm doing all of the things because you can't get your shit together and when i do come over there you're still not doing your thing but he thinks he can dictate oh the kids stay with me because i'm the man of the house and this and that and tiffany's not having any of it which as dumb as tiffany may be on some things that she, this, I, I agree with her on, you know, if that's what she's feeling. And yeah. then, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're, they're kind of in that bucket with Kalani and Swaley where I think for them, they need to actually really start living together and experience their marriage mm -hmm. in the same household and mm -hmm. see if all that stuff calibrates. You know, mm -hmm. if, he's, if he's there, will his desire to do it do it or mm -hmm. do it <laughs> you know what i mean like mm -hmm. are, you, are you going to actually do it or is it just well i want to in theory once you want to do on skype and then when you get in real life mm -hmm. you know it does it doesn't turn out that way i don't and like you I said don't believe in traditional gender roles so whatever he feels like he's not there to do that she shouldn't be doing you know he may come over i mean i don't know he looked like he was good at, at mopping when they were in this place. <laughs> um, you know, I mean, a lot of that's, like you said, it, the, to calibrate, they have to calibrate this, you know, and I think that's just normal relationship stuff, right? right. Um, when you move in with somebody that you previously weren't moving in, you know, living together with, you, those things have to calibrate. Um, and that can take a while to shake out. And those things can change too, as circumstances change, you know, with, you know, maybe both parties were working outside of the home pre-COVID and then during COVID, everybody was thrown together and, and you know, it, it was all, everybody had to take on different tasks and dinner and kids and school and all of these things, like everything had to shift and change. And those things are allowed to change absolutely well, it, happens. it happens i didn't switch change gender roles i got a new co-worker he's really awesome he yeah sometimes smacks my butt though i'm not sure if that's are you talking about the five-year-old or are you talking about the 35 year old the the 30 
35 year old (laughs) well grabbing your ass is good i mean you could go to hr about that if you if it bothered you (laughs) yeah i know i I haven't yet so that that might be saying something yeah mine Um, mine grabs my ass all the time so it's so funny i said i put that on facebook the other day i was like this is so in bad taste um and then I, i think like yeah covid covid really did a number but i mean for the couples that were already apart i don't know it highlighted like there's like these are like normal relationship things that are highlighted magnified because of these situations now you've got a couple like kalani and asuelu who got knocked up like the first time she ever they ever had sex you have ronald and tiffany who got knocked up like the second time they ever had sex basically (laughs) um you know the so so they they have this the factor of a child changing like forcing their the dynamic of the relationship we saw it with steven and olga who have since broken up right they're co-parenting they're friends but they're not like in together in a romantic relationship after giving it a good college try right right you have the, the those circumstances that make your relationship more challenging and that's not to say that it can't work i'm sure you know it can work just fine but what we're seeing we're seeing the difficulty of that play out on camera magnified right the difficult of the difficulty of these things that happen when you do live in different places but then like asuelu came to the united states pretty quickly and they're you know years later are still having problems um you know, so you're having the, the that child fast forward the relationship to a level like that's n- not normal. I think we saw, you know, we saw it with Jovi and Yara, too, because, again, they got pregnant right away, too. Um, and they're having, they're navigating it. And, you know, so far they seem to be making it work. But, you know, we've only been seeing them for a couple of seasons versus a couple of years, you know, that we've been seeing Kalani and Asuelu and, and Tiffany and Ronald. Right. Um, so, and we know that uh, Tiffany was saying that she was about to go get weight loss I was surgery. bring that up, the weight loss surgery, yeah. Yeah. What do we think about that? I mean, you go, girl. She, she wants to do it, do it. Yeah, yeah, I'm if absolutely. She, she seems to be in the right mental space of knowing that it's not the fix-all mm-hmm. and that she still has some... Uh, how do they say it it's not and it's not mental (laughs) there's there's the the thinking aspect of it too Mm -hmm. like you can you can eat differently but you also have to think about food differently and the relationship with food is obviously not healthy if she's having Mm -hmm. struggles with her weight so she has to fix that too but she she said that so i'm like i think she's in the right mindset to yeah to do it so do we i don't i don't even know if i want to go there a comparison of her and angela's no. mindsets no. <laughs> and, and, and i think that even though ronald may not be 100 percent like thinking she needs it right because he think, finds her attractive regardless and he probably sees it only as uh oh you want to get skinnier versus a she diff- has a right like to a, feel good about herself it's right all there's a much more he thinks they always go to like well i think you're attractive good for fucking you I'm you'll glad you think you'll attra- feel attractive when I'm thinner too. Okay. Right. So, right. And if you don't, then there's some fundamental problems right here. Right. Exactly. Exactly. If, if, if changing your physical makeup in that kind of regard is the, I mean, like, no, I don't think she should be like a size negative six and he's 
you know, him still be okay, but right. She needs to be healthy physically and and emotionally. Right. And that's a combination. It's a complicated combination of all those factors. Right. Yeah. As complicated as all the people on the stage. It Mm. felt like it was a short tell all, but it wasn't, I think it was just a lot of like stuff. There was a lot happening. Yeah. We we didn't talk about, well, the family Libby that nobody cares Uh, about. I thought you'd forget about them. I was was trying to end the episode without talking about them. them. Well, to be fair, I looked at my Instagram to see what I was posting about. And then I I saw this picture of Libby that I posted with nobody cares stamped across her face. No, nobody cares. uh, Nobody cares. Really, nobody cares. What we know about family Libby, all of this is fake. The family kisses Andre's ass. He runs that family because they're the reality stars and everybody, including Libby, they all kiss Andre's ass. He runs that family. And the only nice person among that whole group is Megan, who is little Charlie's wife. That is what I know from my inside source there. That's it. That's it. That's it. That's all we care about. <laughs> I like th- they're fighting. Okay. All right. Oh, you're fighting. gonna go there. <laughs> it's not. What's the word I'm looking for? Believable. It's not believable. Mm-hmm. Like the argument of like, oh, he's just using you to to get his foot in the door, and then he's gonna go compete against you. If you guys think he's such a fucking idiot, then you wouldn't be worried about it. You'd be like, yeah, borrow money. So you owe it. (laughs) Like if he's that much of a bumbling idiot, let him sink himself. If he decides he's going to go and try and go head to head with people who've been doing it for years. Uh Yeah. They don't want him in the family business, but they don't want him outside the family business doing the same thing. Right. They just don't (laughs) like him. And I think it's hard for them to just say, I just don't like him. Oh, we they need a reason. Do like them, right? So it's just, it's just <laughs> whatever. <laughs> oh, I'm oh fully expecting anger. Libby to turn up pregnant again soon. You think so? I do. I do. I feel like <sighs> speaking of traditional gender roles, you know, Andre seems to be a proponent proponent of those, and I think getting her knocked up would ensure that. She remembers her place, even though she would still be working full time because she needs the income and it's the family business. And I think she likes parenting, you know, I think they, 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 they like parenting together. They, I think they, they, to be fair, they probably do it pretty well. You know, they seem to you know work well together for better or for worse. So, you know. If they add another child to the mix, it wouldn't be as toxic as some other families adding another child to the mix. (laughs) Right. I I think they'll be fine. I think, I think in their case, a lot of the family drama is really exaggerated and not 100% believable. So yes, exactly. I kind of just shrug when they're doing their thing. Mm -hmm. The dad, the dad crying, but like I do the whole, like, I didn't see any tears. Yeah. (laughs) No tears. I, I just saw like a guy like 
pressuring his face to look red, but I didn't see any wet tears, sir. No, no. (laughs) And we also know that Chuck is very much about making, he was very much about making this past season about him, revolving around him, his business, kids fighting over him, his family reunion, him driving the RV. It was all him, him, him. And we know from sources that that's exactly the way he wants it. And um, we also know that he's getting kind of a big head over the situation. So. Oh, so that's what it was. Uh Uh-huh. That's why he was so red. It's because he's got a big head over the situation. (laughs) It's getting bigger. (laughs) Yes. Not in that sense. Oh my God. Not in that sense. Yes. (laughs) Uh, Okay. I think. I think that's it. I think that's it for the tell-all. We have the other way starting tonight or tomorrow. I can't remember. Um, Sunday or Monday. I can't remember. Um, So we will start to cover that. Um, But fair warning, uh, you're going to have to carry some of the load because I may be fast forwarding through like Jenny and Smith. You know what, though? The other way is so much easier for me to digest than happily ever after. This is true. Even if it is Jenny and Smith doing with Jenny making her ultimatums again. Watching her get tormented. I don't know what I'm doing anymore. (laughs) Oh my God, you do that so well. (laughs) We're going to have to cover them just so you can do your Jenny impression. Holy shit. This is brilliant. It's just her crying the whole time. And I'm like, this is fucking fascinating. Yeah, I really do like the other way. Okay. Especially if it has, I don't, I don't have any ill feelings towards them. I'm just like, why do you keep doing this to yourself? It's like watching someone run back into a fly zapper multiple times. (laughs) So I'm for it. Let's go. Oh, um, then we have what, who else on the, we have, um, uh, uh, Ethiopian people. Um, <laughs> I'm having an MS brain. MS brain. No, you mean baby. And um, yes, Binyam and yeah, and Aria. Yes, Aria. Oh, yeah. Ari. Yes, Making my fucking brain work. Ethiopia people. <laughs> oh my god. So we have like, them. I'm just like the cuisine. Um, <laughs> oh i could go for some Ethiopian. it's fucking delicious anyway yeah i i look forward to seeing them i would like to see them together without this whole like well if baby doesn't start shaping up i'm gonna leave well fuck that. i'm tired of that is a trope matt sharp i'm tired of it <laughs> he's find like, something else he's like find something else to watch frauded oh, oh watch love trailer. after lockup which is also a matt sharp production you just you just can't stop. I can't quit you, Matt Sharp. I just can't quit you. We're gonna have Matt Sharp anonymous. Ooh. Who else has been addicted to these fucking gumster diver fucking shows? My name is Katrina. And I need help. Oh, just like well, I you know, I go to daily AA meetings. Maybe I'll need daily 90-day meetings. 90-day Matt Sharp trash, you know, whatever um trash tv me i do have a um tv set up in my craft room now so while i'm crafting and working on my whatever i can also watch 
the shows. Now, I was watching the Caribbean show the other day. Oh, I need to get which, up on that one. Which we will get back to. Don't worry. We're getting back to that. Um, the, the tell-all was just more, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. And then we didn't have an episode last week because scheduling and illness and all this other whatever was happening. Sorry, you guys. Thank you for, you know, hanging in there. Um, thank you for being forgiving for us um, when that kind of shit happens. Um, but yes, the other way. So who else? So Jenny and Smith. Ethiopian people. <laughs> um, who else do we have? I think that's it. No, we have four returning couples. Oh fuck! You want me to think? You need to tell me to think beforehand. Oh, sorry, I didn't know. <laughs> I didn't know. You didn't give me pre-work for this. I didn't give you. I didn't give what you your side. Season is is the other way on right now. Is I it think three? it's four. Because we're definitely not going to see. Uh, oh no 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 no! It's gonna be um, Ecuador. Um, oh, Corey and Evelyn. Yes, Ugh. your favorites. No, Corey and Evelyn. We're gonna have God, um, Jenny and Smith. Mm-hmm. We're gonna have Benjamin Ari, Kenny, Kenny, and Kenny and Armando. Right, yeah, Corey and Evelyn, Aria and Benjamin, Stephen and Alina. Who the hell is that? That's the new people. There's two new couples. What? What is this? What new couples? There's two of of the six couples. Two are new. Four does fucking new stuff. What? What is I, this? I'm I kidding. know. I know. Let's see. Ellie and Victor. So we have Stephen and Alina. Stephen, who's 25, devout Mormon, is giving up his life in Utah to be with Alina. 20 in Russia. Met he met. He, wait, wait. A woman wait. We've seen this before. Go on an app. Wait a minute. <laughs> wait a minute i think we saw this couple already um we've seen the storyline they live um, on a farm now <laughs> the murder farm <laughs> oh we totally forgot about brandon and julia that's okay they weren't memorable <laughs> you're right you're right it's okay <laughs> They're having fun. She go-go dance. <laughs> She's fine. <laughs> and I think they're moving to the place, the house is the next to the murder farm. Yeah. To be, to be close to, yeah, to they've dad. Been, they've sick. been posting their journeys about moving and finally getting their own fucking plan. Just fucking move. Just see uh, a story when you sign on the papers. Yeah. Um, Our next new couple will be Ellie and Victor. <laughs> is that the one where she's moving there? Yeah. Seattle. Well, that is what the other way is. <laughs> oh you're right <laughs> oh my fucking god ellie and victor so the resin fumes are getting to my brain <laughs> ellie is 45 victor is 38 she's going to south america okay okay colombia yeah that's the one where major issues of trust and finances oh that's going to be a fucking trip. well we've seen on the commercial is i'm moving to the whatever for somebody who's cheated on me the things you do for love <laughs> i mean yeah yeah i can't judge there's some shit you do for love there's some shit um oh, yeah. I can't, like I can't marry wait. them okay when wait wait wait, wait. when does this air I'm it's either tonight it. or tomorrow i'm fucking for it we're gonna watch it 
Yes, we are. Yes, we We're are. Say goodbye to our lovely listeners because they've listened to us be fucking bullshitters for the past. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we love you guys. Love you guys. We're the broadcast. We're dumpster diving so you don't have to. Bye. Hey, fraudcasters. You know, I used to find bras to be so uncomfortable and constricting. They were the first thing to take off when I got home. But Skims has changed all that. You guys know I love my Skims Fits Everybody t-shirt bras. I own them in just about every shade now. I wear them every single day when I leave the house. And they are completely worth the hype for the amazing shape and support they give. But what I was not expecting from them was how comfortable they are. Even the underwire bras that I wear all day, I barely even notice. Definitely not the first thing I take off when I come home anymore. Y'all, I'm a 36 double D and I've had a reduction and I've gone up and down and lost weight and gained weight and all the things. And the Fits Everybody t-shirt bra, I swear, fits me the best. I finally found a t-shirt bra that I can wear. But not only that, it is the best bra that I own. It holds the girls in so well. And let me just say, Hetero Life Mate really appreciates these bras too. Shop Skims Bras at skims.com. Now available in 62 sizes from a 30A to a 46H. Plus get free shipping on orders over $75. And if you haven't yet, please be sure to let them know that we sent you. After you place your order, select podcast in the survey and select our show, The Fraudcast, in the drop-down menu that follows.